Are you sick and tired of ads? Well, this is an ad telling you that you don't need to listen to ads. Stitcher Premium has some of your favorite shows ad-free, like The Joe Rogan Experience, My Favorite Murder, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, and the Marvel original, Wolverine the Long Night. It also includes early access to Stitcher Originals, bonus episodes, comedy albums, and more. Go to stitcherpremium.com and upgrade your account for only $4.99 a month or $34.99 a year. Plus, sign up and use our offer code, CAPED, at checkout and get your first month for free. That's CAPED, C-A-P-E-D, for your first month free. Stitcher Premium. It's like Stitcher, but premium. This episode is full of spoilers and contains some not-so-super language. citizens welcome to the fortress of potitude i'm dave michaels i'm brian betts and we are the cape podcast that's us this is the show where one of us is really sleep deprived because of a newborn and the other one's brian that checks out and we're talking about a, a skull-headed fiery man on a motorcycle a nicholas cage yeah he's, he's very nicholas cage in this thing the most nicholas cage we've seen so far Mostly because we're never going to talk about the Wicker Man. I think that is the the most Nicolas Cage the world has ever known. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't get more cagey than that. We're talking Ghost Rider from 2007, directed by oh. the oh. Mark Steven Johnson. Of Daredevil fame. Yeah, that's it. That's his only fame. I watched a behind-the-scenes thing about this, and I know we talked about Mark Steven Johnson's IMDb picture, and we're like, <laughs> he yeah. looks like a creep. Oh, Mark Steven Johnson- it has like a beanie on, and he's got like the scruff going on. It looks like his shirt. He definitely like, has a tribal tattoo. With uh, without a doubt, the Goldberg. Yeah, yeah, one of those. You can actually see it. Yeah, in the picture in the... is IMDb. <laughs> I really investigated it today. <laughs> he looks like the type of guy who goes to the gym, works out for around five minutes, and walks out looking all swole. <laughs> that type of walk. You know oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Just chest puffed out, shoulders back. That's it. Yeah, got that medium dick energy. <laughs> I saw a video of behind the scenes from Ghost Rider because I'm invested. I'm a professional, damn it. Right. We take the time. He seems like a pretty sweet guy. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, he seems like a nice enough guy. He was like laughing at stuff. He's working with the actors and he's laughing. He's like, oh, that's pretty cool. Oh. He doesn't sound anything like you'd imagine. Really? Yeah. Okay. I might feel bad about some of the things I say about him later on then. Oh, dear. All right. Uh, I never saw this thing before. Neither did I. I swore I'd seen yeah. it. Like, there's a lot of times where I watch a movie and halfway through I go, oh, I have seen this. This was the opposite. Halfway through I was like, <laughs> oh, I haven't seen None this. None of this looks familiar. <laughs> I thought it would have come back to me by now, but it's no, I had never seen it. Yeah, what'd you think? So, woof. Buzz's girlfriend. Buzz's girlfriend, woof. Oof. But it's still kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm in the same boat as you with a big old woof yeah. for that one. I think it's kind of fun. There's a lot of fun things to it. Yeah. But I feel like it could not keep the tone that it needed to throughout. If this thing had like the tone of a Venom, right? It would kick ass. Absolutely. Or just you know some fun somewhere, somewhere other than just Nicolas Cage eating jelly beans out of a martini glass. Can't make that up. Uh, It needed like a Foggy Nelson. It needed that type of character to pop in. I think that it needed more Mac. Mac was all right. Donald Logue, he's he's all right, but. Uh, it needed something, something to brighten the sucker up, because it is dark and not fun Yeah, for most of the time. For most of it. There's little glimpses here and there of the fun. Yeah. But it doesn't stick around. Let's get into the fun. How about that, <laughs> or the lack thereof? Let's just, yeah, let's get into it. 
We start this ride off with a sweet Sam Elliott VO. Because of Big Lebowski. I'll allow it. Long story short, the demon Mephistopheles, played by Peter Fonda in ironically the only movie he doesn't ride a motorcycle. He's there to send his bounty hunter of the damned, the Ghost Rider, to retrieve the contract of San Venzanga. You got all that so far? All this exposition dump? For control of a thousand corrupt souls. Very valuable. Why the hell are they casting Fonda in this? I get the easy rider thing, and they're like, wouldn't it be funny? Hey, motorcycles, right? (laughs) I got an idea. I got this guy. (laughs) Seeing that the contract would give Mephistopheles the power to bring hell on earth, the rider refuses, and I immediately regret allowing Sam Elliott's VO. I immediately regret the name Mephistopheles. Mephistopheles. It's well, cool. I mean, that's... It's, a, it's, it's a popular name. I'm not going to say it on time. I'm going to call him Meffy. Meffy? Yeah. I like that. I have a few names for him. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Young Johnny Blaze, played by Matt Long. Sure. Him. And his father, Barton Blaze, played by Brett Cullen, who was Thomas Wayne last week in The Joker. He sure was. There are a couple evil Knievel wannabes in a carnival, I guess. Yeah. Something Some of carny his... fun. They're carnies. Johnny's got him a lady friend named Roxanne. Roxanne! Oh, jeez. What are your thoughts on the police? Um, the real police or the band? Let's go with the band for this one. I love them all. <laughs> do you really? Trick question. I don't know. It's a... I can't stand the police, the, the band. The Rox- I can't do it. The Roxanne song is fun to drink to, but other than that, it's... It's pretty much just a record skipping the whole time. All their songs. Oh, that's why it's fun to drink too. Fair enough. All right, I can't. I can't do it. They just repeat their stuff, and they're like new key, key change. But I'm going to say the same word. You don't have to put on the the red, red light. light. Roxanne, put on the red light. Uh, she's played by Raquel Alessi in these younger years here that happened in the beginning, and uh, her dad thinks she's too good for Johnny, so he's sending her away. But Johnny's like. No, we'll run away together. I'll support us both with my motorcycle stunts. My <laughs> sweet, sweet stunts. That night, Johnny discovers his dad has cancer. Yeah, this all happens real fast. All <laughs> real quick. His pops is just smoking him night. down. Real, just always looking for those cigarettes. So naturally, he uh, goes to work on a motorcycle. Right. As you do. I feel like this cancer thing is sort of like a like don't be a menace type thing. Where after they had the sex and that, and she goes, I'm pregnant. Like right away, <laughs> like after this, he does he does the cigarette. He goes, "I got cancer." <laughs> At the shop, Johnny is approached by Meph- the the devil Peter Fonda. Meffy, Easy Riders, the devil. Sure. Long story short, Johnny signs over his soul to cure his father's cancer, but it's not a legally binding contract because he's seventeen. That's how it works, right? Uh, well, no, because I've been watching a lot of Little Mermaid because of the two year old kid oh, that I right. Have. Uh, she's 16. She's 16. And so I guess that did... contract can't, you Triton fires into that contract and nothing happens. That is as airtight as they get, I guess. I guess the mystical contracts don't care right. what age you are. Kind of like Mark Steven Johnson. Oh, jeez. Ah, just kidding. Just kidding. There's <laughs> no alleged wrongdoings in that department. He's for Mr. Steven Johnson. Clean, as far as we know. As far as we know. He also might not be famous enough to have any of these scandals break. For Fair. all we know, he's sitting there going, how many more girls do I have to inappropriately touch <laughs> to get famous? Uh, the Weinstein track. <laughs> oh, God, it's so gross. It's very gross. The next day, old Pops is back to being a healthy spring chicken, and surely nothing could go wrong here. They go to do their silly circus stunts, but uh-oh, Cannonball Run's Satan has other things in store. <laughs> uh, Pop Pops isn't going to make it. No, uh, Barton Blaze does what's known as a whoopsie. <laughs> he, uh, 
He eats it? Yeah, he dies anyway. In the Ring of Fire? Which is... Uh... And you could tell that it's a really dramatic moment because no one tries to help him. Yeah. He's, he's just... laying there all... all... Extra crispy. I don't know what I he's... Guess. Barely burned. That's true. Brett Cohen looks okay. Yeah, he's just kind of laying there. Then there's like a circus clown next to him with a fire singer just going... Doop, 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 this doop, thing doop, just doop, spits cares? out snakes. Yeah, no one, no one in the crowd is coming to do anything. There's watching, just a bunch of extras. And Peter that no one told him that they called away. action. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I think that might not be the scene, but at least one of the scenes, the crowd is entirely CGI. So it might be this one. It could be all of them. Who knows? Who knows? I'm not even convinced Nick Cage was in this movie. <laughs> so Johnny gets super bummed, which is understandable because you know dad died but, yeah but, but not of cancer no so, but also his dad died so he should be like halfway there that's true halfway there halfway there halfway to superhero town and then he drives off without roxanne because in uh, the rain oh yeah safe motor sky of course this girl plays roxanne though that's good casting because she actually does look like a young eva mendez definitely that's really good casting. way more than matt long looks like a young nick cage i'm the the eyes did they have the CGI. They were distractingly blue. Yeah. What's the kid's name? I don't even know. I don't know who this kid is. What has he done? I'm not going to look it up. Matt Long? I don't uh, give a damn. Things. All right. I don't know. He's riding towards the camera with like these bright blue eyes that don't look real, and they change to Nick Cage. But I feel like Nick Cage's eyes were also bumped up with the CGI, because they're not that blue. So we cut to present day through the old blue eye transition, like you said. And now Johnny is a, a Nick Cage, and against all odds, a successful and famous motorcycle stuntman daredevil guy. Yeah, and he somehow got famous with that hair. That I have hair. no idea how. That hair. Mark Stephen Johnson's like, wonder what Robert Zemeckis did in Forrest Gump? This is a brilliant piece of directing on Mark Stephen Johnson's part. It's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Wait, this is what it reminded me of, is Tom Hanks based his performance on the kid who played young Forrest, and yeah. that's how he based the accent off of. And I feel like Nick Cage based his hair off of young Johnny plays in this thing and went, well, it'll be cool. Give me them locks. <laughs> if we had the same hair, that'd be pretty great. Um, Our Nick Cages sound like Elvis, and that is okay. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Apparently, it took them three hours to get the hair on him. He didn't need it. Wonder what happens when you get older? You go bald and look like Nick Cage sometimes. Sometimes. That's the way it goes. Man. But he's playing a little bit younger than he really is. I don't know. But his whole thing in this movie is he's a huge, Nick Cage is a huge Ghost Rider fan. He's got the Ghost Rider oh, yeah. tattoo that they had to cover they had up to for cover this. They had to cover it up, yeah. But his whole thing is he wanted this to be perfect. And since he wanted to be perfect, it doubled the budget on this. Yeah. That's unreal. One of what would made it really perfect? What's that? If you were blonde, like Johnny Blazes in the comic. That would be something, huh? I think it'd be great. Whoopsie! If he, it'd be great <laughs> if uh, Johnny Blaze had a Ghost Rider tattoo. How cool that have been. That would have been some real meta shit. That would have been. I'm okay with that. This is the supernatural guy. Hey, look at what I am now. Yeah. So when we meet Johnny in the present day, he has a pretty bad wreck, but he's fine on account of all the deal with the devil stuff or whatever. Wreck looks pretty cool. It is a pretty cool wreck. He kind of like falls off the front of the bike. Yeah, gets the the wheel in the in the old face area. The fi- yep, and then flies into a wall. But it's cool. I'm okay. It's okay because the next shot, he's not against the wall. He's laying down, feet away from the wall. Yes. Neat. And he puts on the shades. He's all right. And he's and he stands up and he's like, yeah, he's cool. But his best friend, Mac, played by Donald Logue, is super worried about him since he's been kind of reckless lately and studying the occult, which must seem like weird behavior for a guy who's a, jumping over cars on a motorcycle. Yeah. And he's also eating, as you mentioned, the jelly beans out of the martini glass because he doesn't drink. Lots of jelly beans. It's all the quirks. He's it's got them all. Super quirky. Yep. This guy. This guy 
just pulled out a, a book of quirks and just pointed randomly at it and said, this is what I'm going to do. Just red and yellow jelly beans? Okay, just that's red and it. yellow jelly beans. <laughs> that's it. Also, there's this other dude, Blackheart, played by Wes Bentley, who's supposed to be a demon, but looks scarier in the Hunger Games. Is that him? Is it the kid from uh, from American Beauty also? Yeah. Yeah? It is the kid from American Beauty. See, he, I remember him looking like big in American Beauty. I know he had some personal issues going on at this time. That's true. But uh, he's not good in this at no, all. No. He looks like a man whose voice should be at least an octave lower than it is. Yeah, that's fair. You'd be forgiven to look at him and go, that guy looks like he's coked out. <laughs> fair enough. Because <laughs> uh, he, he was. Yeah, he's got the white face paint on and it hides the, the lines. Yeah, it does. It does some work. Yeah. Not as well as that weird beard he had in Hunger Games, though. That was that was some shit. That's fair. It's a very good beard in Hunger Games. It's, it's weird, but I dig yeah. it. It works for him. Yeah. Fits his face well. So he shows up to a Hell's Angels bar and kills everyone there, turning them all blue and turning on number one superfan Steven. That's it. I can hear his erection from here. Oh, they're all blue now. For reasons, after he kills everyone, he gets henchmen. Gressel, Wallow, and Abigor, whom I shall henceforth only call Earth, Water, and Wind. Perfect. Go planet. <laughs> Captain Blackheart. Sure. Johnny's got a new stunt. Because you got to keep your fans interested, you know? Yeah, he comes with this thing in seconds after his last one. Yeah, immediately. He's like, I got it. And before the stunt, he's interviewed by who else? The only woman in this universe, Roxanne. Speaking of universes, blows my mind that Iron Man is less than a year away. Yeah. From when this thing comes out. Unreal. Oh, man. Is this a far cry from that? Big time. But Roxanne's all grown up, too. Now she's an Eva Mendes and is contractually obligated by Mark Steven Johnson to only ever button up half of her shirt. Yeah, but she also put on a few pounds for this thing. She went she the opposite did. way as most actresses because she said, I don't look anything like Roxy in the comics. I right. need to, you know, help a little bit. Yeah. She wanted to get a little Good more for her. voluptuous for the comic yeah. book fans. Was that her idea or Mark Steven Johnson's? I actually think it was hers. Probably. Also, she's a reporter. Yeah, because... News plays a massive role in all comic books. Because it's a comic as book movie, so. So she goes and gets the worst interview ever out of Johnny Blaze and then leaves before his stunt. It is so awkward and so painful. It's long. That's and, why. Yeah. He's going to jump a football field on a motorcycle. 300 feet. 300 Over feet. cars. And Max like, don't do it over cars this time. And Johnny's like, all right, we'll do helicopters. <laughs> and a lot of them. He flies them into the stadium thing. Because Dad always thought it'd be cool. Neat. Boy. Now, at the time of filming, the world record distance for motorcycle jump was only 277 and a half feet. So Johnny Blaze is going for it. He's going for the world record. He's going to be like, trigger gum, who's that? Going to beat the record. Now, after this film is released, somebody else will be like, hey, that's a good idea. I'm going to do that too. And? And Robbie Madison, on the last day of 2007, the year that this movie came out, Went goalpost to goalpost in a Las Vegas motorcycle jump and set the new world record of 322.625 feet. Now, here's my real question. Is in this movie, Johnny Blaze, when he does this, the lead-up ramp to this thing is nothing. No, not at all. He goes down a quick kill. They, they mention there's a NOS thing, but how right. fast do you have to be going in order to jump this 300 feet over these helicopters? That's a good question. That involves math. I'm not doing it. Should we call the Nerdy Thursday boys? No. No. The public gets to be going at least 20 miles an hour. <laughs> they just leave it at that. And you want to know what? They're right. That's true. You do need to be going at, at least, least 20. At least. Nerdy Thursday math. They did it again. Bam. They're not even here. 
that just I that didn't sit well with me watching it. No, there was there was nothing. It was just whoop, and he's in the air. Okay, and he's down, and he landed it. Yeah, and then he just took off to chase down Roxanne's news van and ask her out. Yeah, that's what you do. Obviously, landed the jump. Got to go get the girl. Yeah, well, he's not that little the little boy Johnny Blaze anymore. This is Big Dick Energy Nick Cage. Yeah, yeah. This this isn't Mark Stephen Johnson walking out of the gym all swole. Quote unquote swole. This is this is Nick Cage. Right. After Blackheart and the Planeteers confront three ten to Yuma's <laughs> Lucifer. Oh man. Oh yeah. All the references. <laughs> he uh activates the Ghost Rider. He offers Johnny his soul back if, if he stops Blackheart from acquiring the contracts of San Venganza. Yeah, that. Seems pretty straightforward. Get the stuff, get your soul back. Cool. Yep, but there's still somehow an hour and a half left of this movie. Somehow. But Johnny's got a date. Yeah. What's he going to do? Well, he's going to do what the devil says because he can't control his body. Against his will, Johnny's motorcycle takes him to Blackheart. Even before that, this says a lot about Johnny Blaze's character because you have Roxanne at this restaurant just downing wine. Oh, Good yeah. Good for her. She's having a great time. Yeah. And she's wondering where the hell Johnny Blaze is. Where is he? He's back home at this point. So he's not even taking this date all that seriously. And he's giving himself like a pump-up switch of, there is no fear. There is no fear. I could do this. I'm just going to go, have a nice night out, eat some jelly beans, be fine. He doesn't care. No. I don't th- I'm don't. i not convinced well, he cares about Roxanne because he, he's clearly not caring that he's late for this whole thing. As I think is. He's just, he's just super nervous. You saw him in the What's interview. What's he nervous about? He just jumped 300 Talking feet. Talking to a girl. There's only one in the entire universe. I, you're right. I do apologize <laughs> for that. That would be very stressful. Right? So I can't blow my shot with the only girl. And he's so used to going over giant, giant holes. Right. You got to figure him landing in between that thing. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. It's not usually how I do this stunt. <laughs> so Johnny's possessed motorcycle brings him directly to Blackheart and cue Nick Cage's hands and face lighting on fire. Yeah, and it's CGI. That's <laughs> for sure. <laughs> what tipped you off on that? Uh, there's never been anything that's been more CGI in the world. You know what's crazy? You already said they doubled the budget on this. Yeah. So they were going to try to do that with half the budget. How? You would see the pixels. I think it would have been just drawn behind him. Like like he has a- <laughs> Like a cartoon like thing a cartoon behind cartoon flame behind him all the time. It's I don't bad. Know. It's, it's real bad. It's so bad. It's real bad. And the head gets way too small. Which is crazy because apparently they did like an actual 3D scan of Nick Cage's skull. Then shrunk it by 10% and then said, good enough. Because the whole time I, think, I thought Skin the same thing. Skin isn't 10% of the fucking head. I was like, that skull is way too small. This doesn't make sense. So I'm glad we're on the same page there. I wish it looked cool. I do Like, too. there's like, so much of me that wish it looked cool. <laughs> it's amazing. The next year that they would have believable Iron Man suits and they couldn't even get fire right in this one. So Johnny Blaze is going to fight Earth. Yeah. And he wins by heating up a chain and tying him up or something. Yeah, it's a real cool way to get the chain. It's, a, oh yeah. I like that a lot. But uh, Demon 1, defeated. Demon No one, problem. Gone. Real fast. Earth, out. That took a minute, a minute of screen time, if that. Yeah. Then he goes on a joyride and saves Rebel Wilson from a mugger. Her and, first role. Yeah. Good for her. Good for her. American accent, which I don't think I've ever heard her do before. I don't think so either. Have you seen her lately? Yeah. She looks great. She does. She had like the year of working out and stuff like that. It's like. Good for you. Yeah. Also, how cool a name is Rebel? It's pretty badass. And then he finally ends up at his father's grave as day breaks. That's how it happens. And then yeah. it's all non-fire anymore, right? Right. Roxanne is being a better reporter now, trying to find out why the roads are all <laughs> fucked up. Hey, Ghost Rider's motorcycle. 
Yeah. And why yeah. there's a bunch of dead blue bodies. Hint, Blackheart. But the police captain is kind of a dick. He's yeah, like, he doesn't believe anything hey, until he does. Here. Yeah, and then he finds like a uh, the license plate from one of Johnny's motorcycles. He's like, oh, figured the whole case out. Got it. Sam Elliott, who is some kind of graveyard caretaker. Who's in this movie, and I forgot already. Right. He explains everything that happened the night before to Johnny, who never questions how he knows all this stuff. He's just like, cool, this old guy's going to tell me stuff. <laughs> if Sam Elliott talks, you listen. That's true. He's got that voice. He tells Johnny about the penance stare, which is how we stop the mugger from, you know. From the Rebel Wilson. Mugging Rebel, Rebel yep. Wilson. And it's basically a move where you gaze longingly into Nick Cage's skull and feel all the pain you've caused others in your life. Pretty There's neat. worse ways to go. Pretty neat. Uh, are there? I don't know. You feel all the agony that you yeah, inflicted on others. Yeah, but I get to look at Nick others. Cage's skull. That's true. You, He's famous. But it's not even his baby blues. It's just fire and yeah, a skull. Yeah, it's still Nick Cage under there. Yeah. We well, know. We know. There's a certain pyramid in New Orleans that I'm sure in like 50 years you can go visit and find the real Nick Cage skull. Probably. <laughs> it's going to be National Treasure 3, and it's just going to be Riley. Finally. Finally. He gets his own spinoff. Finally. By then, Nick Cage will need money, so it'll probably be National Treasure 5. Right. And they have to hire a marionette person for John Voight, because he's going to be all dead, and they got to animate him somehow. That's true. That'll be weird. Yeah, I can't wait. I've never been more but excited. so much fun. Yeah. Sean Bean. Bring him back. Why not? Is he dead? No, he got arrested in the first one. At the Old North Church. I can't remember anything that happened in those movies other than oh. the line, going to have to steal the national or the Declaration of Independence. I fucked it up anyway, so. <laughs> so you remember nothing. 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 Right. I gotcha. remember the name of the movie. How cool would it be if that turned out to be our Ghost Rider where we don't remember anything? That would be pretty neat. Oh, one can dream. Be super convenient for the sequel. Yeah. Oh, God, I forgot there's a sequel. I just got brought right the fuck down. <laughs> All right. So Sam Elliott also tells them about the previous ghostwriter, Carter Slade, who hid the contract of San Ving- San Ving- Sophia Vergara. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> How do you know all this, Sam Elliott? Just stick around and I'll tell you. One day, it's not today. And call me Other Ron. Other Ron. It's Parks and Rec, bud. Yeah. We actually uh, we got an interesting email. From? Since, since I just did the old Favreau salute, seems like a good time to bring this up. Superfan Steven sent us an email. Why? He actually had a question about the Favreau salute. We got to talk about us being canon here? Yeah. All right. This is gonna what be do you got? Uh, he said, hi, caped peppers. You fucker. <laughs> Longtime listener, first time carrier pigeon sender. Sometime guest. That's what he could have included, too. Yep. I'm astounded. In episode 624. Nope. 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 Avatar, the last air... Nope, just Avatar. <laughs> you guys broke the airwaves and didn't even realize it. Brian gave his sixth of six Favreau salutes. However, Dave commented on it and said, oh, a double salute. And this is where his question is raised. Does that mean this entire time that when one of you two has been doing the Favreau salute, it's only been with one hand? No. No. This is a special one. This was different. Since I started listening to the podcast in the 60s, I've always heard... <laughs> <laughs> that sound barrier breaking boom and imagine that Thor Hammer's thunder must have been caused by two hands. You'd be right. It's, Correct. It's always two it's hands. It's always two hands. Are there levels of Favreau-iness? Yes. But yes. They're not usually reflected in the salute. Do some on-the-nose bits call for one hand while others get both? No. No. What are the parameters? Have you ever considered doing a Favreau stuff score? Ooh. He's on to something. He might be. What happened in this, I remember this instance actually, was I went to do a Favreau salute and I went a little, I was a little bit. Your hands bounced. I came in hot <laughs> and the hands bounced. And it hit twice. So we got a little of a. Yeah. 
It was like a five-stroke roll, but it was a five-stroke. And that's how that's we ended up that's with a drummer the, uh, the twofer. That was it. So, If you want levels of Favroness, I would say Iron Man is pretty high at the top of just a Favroism. Oh, itself. I mean, it makes sense. That's yeah, where it came from. That's exactly where it came from. Is there anything that's like the most Favro where they did spoon feed you every? The note in Joker. The note in Joker way was way the hell up there. Yeah, if anything's a double Favro, that would be That would be it. But there's also been times that we've both Favroed at the same time. So I guess you could also call that yeah, you a could. different degree but of Favroness. I would say like the lowest degree of a, a true Favro. It's kind of like a, it's swingers. It's yeah. swingers. It's when the breakup scene when he's the, he's so depressed that he doesn't even use furniture at that point. He's just on the floor wrapped in a blanket. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's nothing. That, no one does that in nope. real life. That you, But you could tell he's sad. You could tell he's sad, and Favreau. that's it. And that's it. That's a light Favreau. Yeah. Uh, yours handily, the Cape Podcaster's number one sidekick superfan, Elder Stephen Blue John. P.S. Mogadishu. <laughs> of course. Thank you, Stephen. Thanks, bud. That was fun. But yeah, there's uh, it's always a two-handed Favreau. Gotta be. But sometimes they bounce. Sometimes they bounce. Bumbles bounce. Anyway, Johnny goes home to find Roxanne real bad at him for standing her up. So he's all, baby, I wanted to be there, but I'm the devil's bounty hunter and had shit to take care of. First of all, when you put it that way, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, but- That's rad as hell. She's a sane and reasonable person, so she just Oh, leaves. that's right. That's right. She's like, that's not a thing, you asshole. I'm out of here. <laughs> we'll get to it later. There's a great moment. <laughs> then he's arrested on account of being the lead suspect in the Blue Man murders, but he gets he gets bullied in the holding cell because reasons. Well, he, he's- Talking to these two cops, he's like, I know what you're doing. You're doing a good cop, bad cop. He's like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it's very obvious. But I also like how he's just like, I didn't murder anybody. <laughs> That's his argument against right. it, his defense. I didn't murder anybody. So do you have an alibi? So what, did you do something less than that? I didn't murder anybody. Stop what? saying that, Nick Cage. Did you do something less than murder? I might have been the guy that painted him blue, but I didn't kill him. I might have done some light arson. <laughs> I didn't murder anybody. <laughs> yeah. The Department of Transportation is probably real pissed off at me right now, but I didn't kill nobody. Right. If you want to get in touch with whatever city we're in, get in touch with their Department of Transportation. <laughs> I like that. It even sounded like it was voiced in. Oh, boy. Here in sunny whatever city we're in. <laughs> so he gets bullied in the holding cell, and then he ghost rides the shit out of all the other inmates. Yeah. Escapes. Except for the one kid. He's like, innocent. Yeah, I like how he does the point. I really, really like the point. Really? The yeah. point drives me insane. No, he does so much pointing in this movie. That's the Venom moment, and man. That's the moment it... that's fun as hell. That's none the of... thing this movie should have gone for. That is so over the top and, and just obviously insane. Lean in. That's fair. Completely I, I felt lean like in. it was leaned in because he does it yeah. so much and none of it is believable. Like, no person would do that. But if the rest of the tone followed that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Lean in. The part that got me was, I like, after this was done, it's like, yeah, Marvel Studios, fine. I kind of wanted to see, like, a trauma production or something like that. <laughs> Just something to say, like, this is going to be a little nutty. Toxie 3? Let's go for it. The Last Temptation of Toxie? Yeah. With that one Jim also Caviezel. has a deal with the devil. Or so Does I've it read. really? So I've read. Very excited. One day we'll get to Toxie 2. Someday. And ultimately 3. That's oh. not a hint. That's not a hint. No, it's not. No. <laughs> Don't hold your breath. Don't. Unless you're number one sidekick super fan. You can hold it, bud. Hold it. <laughs> then I'll turn blue. Yeah, that's, that's his, his dream. So then a whole chase scene breaks out, and he's uh, he's taking his motorcycle on top of bridges and straight up the side of buildings and fighting a helicopter, because, you know, why not? 
All things lead to Die Hard. And then he fights wind. Kill the helicopter. Right. You gotta you gotta chain up that helicopter and then throw him on the other side of the building, and then he just kind of corrects. I thought wind would be tricky to beat. Wind seemed like it should have been tricky. And then it lasted a minute. But then you have a fire chain tornado move. And that, of course you do. That kind of seals the deal for wind. Demon 2, dead. Real fast. Yep. Blackheart finds out that Johnny's got a thing for Roxanne. Roxanne! God damn it. So he's going to use her as bait to get the contract of Sofia Vergara. <laughs> doesn't get old. No, it doesn't. So he kills Mac. Yeah, Mac's still in this movie. Yeah. Now he's not. Now he's not. He's blue. Donald Logout. <laughs> I don't know why I laughed that hard at that. <laughs> I just pictured him like Seacrest. That's his... <laughs> Donald Logout. Ooh. Also kind of sounded like Logout. Fair enough. I don't know. So Blackheart takes Roxanne hostage. Johnny tries to use the pennant stare on him, and he's like, ha! It won't work, brah. I'm like the ginger skull. I have no soul. That's it. Direct <laughs> quote from the movie, which is yeah. weird. Which is, I mean, in universe. I uh, Yeah. It's foreshadowing. Our universe something. also only has one female, so. That's very true. <laughs> so Johnny goes to ask Sam Elliott, what the hell's going on here? You told me about this contract with Sofia Vergara. I need to figure shit out. And Sam Elliott's like, I had this whole time. It's in my shovel. <laughs> That's why he kept the shovel handle. Oh, this movie fucking blows Let's go. so hard. <laughs> Let's go. I'll take you to San Venganza. Also, surprise, I'm Carter Slade. I made a deal with Yuli's ghost, Prince of Darkness, to learn how to play the whole holophoner to impress Leela. I don't care. It's, I don't care about any of this. There's a lot going on. This is so dumb. And he rides a horse as fast as a motorcycle. And then. Or in is the Johnny desert. Blaze just riding as slow as a horse? No, this is all stupid. This whole movie is, oh boy. Yeah, so they take off to San Venganza and yeah, Sam Elliott. It's a desert town because Sam Elliott's in this movie. Right. It's got to be, it's got to get have a little hint of the spaghetti. And uh, Sam That's Elliott right. gives and him a shot. As he's pulling up, you hear, you hear Blackheart yell, The Sheriff is a. <laughs> no. It's weird how you went any of Morricone. I went Mel Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> he gives him a shotgun and disappears. And then it's time for Johnny to fight water. Yeah. And yeah. water almost drowns him, but then he boils him, and another one down. That's right. It's weird when a puddle in Final Destination is more powerful than a demon. What can you do? I don't know. What can you do? I don't know. These are real weak henchmen. Why are they even there? I don't know. So now Johnny's got to fight Blackheart. He's the only one left. So they make a trade. Roxanne for the contract of Sofia Vergara. But Johnny transforms and attacks Blackheart before he can get the contract. But then he gets the contract anyway, and he yeah. reads it. Yep. And all the Dementors oh, come. That's right. And they suck the happiness out of the... No, we were already unhappy. Never mind. They suck right. nothing out of us, the audience, right. they, but in the movie. They blew... No, no, I'm not going to use that terminology either. No, don't do that. They all went Tobias. inside of Blackheart. <laughs> yes, they did. Uh, and then he's like, I am Legion. And it's like, come on, man. It's kind of late in the movie for you to be changing your name. Not wrong. But the neat thing about all these souls inhabiting Blackheart, or Legion, or whatever his name is, is now Johnny can use the pennant stare on him. Yeah. Because he's got thousands of souls in him. It's true, and then he, so he, he burns on up. So he does. And, and, he's, and he's done. And he, and he dies. And once again, real easy victory. Real, real easy one. But it's not over yet, because Wild Hogs Beelzebub arrives, and it's like, <laughs> hey, man, good job. Here's your soul back, like we agreed on. Now, uh, let me take that, that little Ghost Rider curse no, off your hands there. KG Nick is just like, he's like, nah, bro. No, nah, I think I'll hang on to it for like a sequel or something. Yeah. And uh, Johnny and Roxanne kiss, and he takes off on his motorcycle again. The end. Was there a post-credit? I don't know. I turned this thing right the fuck off. Oh, I also turned it off. I don't think there was. Let's just assume there was not. 
I think it's a safe That's, assumption. Because I don't feel like thinking about one, even though I'll have to do it later. So this movie sucks, right? Uh, it's not good. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> bad, in fact. Yeah, it's uh, it's unfortunate. Yeah, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, It's where, where do you think this thing's going to fall? I'll ask you fast on this one. I actually know this one. Yeah, it's 26%. For reasons, yeah. It's, it's brutal. And the audience score, 48%. They liked it more. <laughs> they liked it more. more. More, okay. Ghost Rider's in a funny place, comic book-wise, because- He's kind of brought in, and Stan Lee has nothing to do with him. Right. And this is the 70s, and Stan Lee obviously has done it all at this point. This is a Stan Lee Presents. It's not a creation or anything like that. Right. He just kind of happens. He doesn't even get his own book right away. He comes in in Marvel Show, what is it, Marvel Showcase number five or something like that? or I think so. Something like that. And it tells the origin, and the origin's very different, because in that, Johnny Blaze has parents. He does? Well, they have to die because then he gets adopted oh, right, right, by right. Crash. He has parents. Yeah, I read this weeks ago, so they, I don't remember die. what it was because I didn't care. They die and he gets adopted by Crash, whatever. Simpson. Sure. Roxanne's Roxanne's the sister, and now we're getting into all sorts of weird Flash bullshit of, yeah. I'm going to fuck my sister. Right, all that weird. Joe Dirt stuff. You're my sister. <laughs> right. right. That type of I'm thing. I'm your sister. Exactly. Yeah. I'm happy they changed that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. But Ghost Rider, he's always been there, but doesn't really fit in my mind. He's often close to like a Doctor Strange in terms of Supernatural, where Doctor right. Strange doesn't even feel like he fits sometimes. Sometimes. But now they brought Ghost Rider back in the comic book world as Cosmic Ghost Rider. Who's fucking fantastic. Because it's the Punisher, Frank Castle. Right. Who's underneath and all that. But you also have Donnie Cates writing it, and Donnie Cates... As great as he is, he's a one-trick pony, and that one trick is real good. Yeah, his his trick is making things fucking awesome. Yeah, and just being <laughs> quippy. He's a quippy. He's quippy very boy. quippy. But for certain but it characters, works. it works. Right, but then you also you got like Paul Shear writing for Cosmic Ghost Rider. Paul Shear, uh, what is it? Cosmic Ghost Rider destroys the Marvel history or something like that. Yeah, it's pretty great. It is. What are your thoughts on Ghost Rider as a character? He might be misunderstood because I think there is a place for him. It's just. Not a place that's explored a lot, because there is this whole supernatural side to the uh, the Marvel universe with right with Moon Knight and others, <laughs> Blade <laughs> like Blade, sure, Werewolf by Night and and things like that. So I don't know. It's hard to dive in on just Ghost Rider. I think okay. And even Nick Cage says that he didn't like this movie when it was done. The original script was written by David S. Goyer, and it was. Hard R, and it was everything. Maybe apparently that'd be fine. Actually, with the hard R, I think I'd be okay with that. But yeah. it's also there's also this whole thing about make the movie R, make the movie R, and it doesn't have to be R to be no, good. But this would have been, but I think original this one as an R. Oh yeah, because this is years before anybody did that. Deadpool, right? So but, that would actually be kind of neat. But then again, it's 2007. I don't know if anybody was ready for an R-rated comic book movie. Probably even, not because even Deadpool then probably would have been toned down. Probably the thing that gets me about this one is yeah, we're a year before the MCU. Yeah. Do you think that after the MCU came out, do you think that this would have changed at all if this came out maybe 2009? Part of me wants to say yes, but then part of me knows that the sequel came out in 2012. So, okay. I think nothing would have changed. Fair enough. <laughs> That's fair enough. So, Dave, I want to talk a little bit about Mark Steven Johnson. Go ahead. Now, you usually are the one who comes prepared with games and surprises, but it's my turn. Ooh! We're going to play Guess How Rotten. This is exciting. I have here 14 movies. He did 14 movies? From 1993 <laughs> oh to 2019 All right. that he was attached to as either a screenwriter, director, or producer. Okay. 
Only one of them is considered fresh. Uh, okay. So what I want you to do is- How do you keep getting work if only <laughs> one out of 14? That's a great question. Man. What I want to know is, what do you think the average of his 14 movies equates to on the Rotten Tomatoes score? 37. Ooh, a little high. You're kidding me. 26 is his average. So Ghost Rider is his average. Ghost Rider is exactly his average. Holy so shit. of all the movies that he's been attached to, this is right in the middle. Man, do you want to rapid fire these? Let's do it. Just you you said the name of the movie and I'll just throw out a number and we'll we'll go that way. Let's start with his oldest and go to his most recent. Fire away. 1993's Grumpy Old Men. That's fresh. Mark Steven Johnson. That's got to be fresh. Screenwriter on that. That's fresh at 65. 63. I love that movie. Next up, he was screenwriter on 1994's Cops and Robertsons. Oh, God, I know that name. Uh, that's definitely rotten. I got the only freshie, didn't I? You got the only freshie. All right, so Everything we're, else we're looking at 44. Way lower. Oh, no. 14. That was my next guess. Yeah. 1995, Grumpier Old Men. 56. 17. Oh, my God, that's horrible. Yeah, yeah. Well, here we go. Here's his worst one. 1996's Big Bully. Two. Zero. Oh, my God. How did this guy keep getting work? Who knows? 1998, he was director and screenwriter on Simon Birch. Uh, 14. 44. It's a good movie, apparently. Apparently. According to him. (laughs) On the Mark Steven Johnson scale, yes. Also in 1998, he was screenwriter on Jack Frost. With Batman himself. Michael Keaton. Mm Mm-hmm. I'll go 32. 19. Really? 2003's Daredevil. He was screenwriter and director. 99. Yes. Nailed it. He got a 99. First try. 44. It's one of his best ones. (laughs) (laughs) 2005, executive producer on Elektra. No, that's a 7. 11. You're very close. Then this one, obviously, 2007's... 26. 26 on Ghost Rider as director and screenwriter. 2010, he was executive producer on When in Rome. Was he really? Yes. That's that's a twenty two percenter. Seventeen. As we all know. Seventeen again. We super close. Seventeen percent. Yeah. Mark Stephen Johnson. Yeah, that's his number. Uh, executive producer on 2012's Ghostwriter Spirit of Vengeance. I'll go. That's got to be a six or something nuts like that. Eighteen. Wow. Yeah. He owns those teens. He loves the teens. Weinstein style. <laughs> <laughs> 2013. He was screenwriter and director on Killing Season. Uh, forty-seven. Ten. Fuck. I don't 2013, know he was producer on Grudge Match. 21. 31. And in 2019, he was the director of Finding Steve McQueen. Uh, that's a that's a 29 if I've ever heard one. That was a 52. Good for him. Yeah, it's one of his better movies. Wow. Finding Steve McQueen. Good for him. So yeah, that's, a, that's the ballad of Mark Stephen Johnson. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, isn't it? How rotten is it? Man. That doesn't make any sense how he keeps getting work. And the part that... Incoming message from the big giant web. It's the big giant web! Other things that don't make sense. This is the podcast from the podcast where we explore the dark corners of the internet that are fringe superhero in some way. Gwyneth Paltrow, goop. Let's talk about it. Oh, let's talk about her goopy vagina. I think... Oh, oh God, that's so gross. (laughs) (laughs) Those are words that should never be put together. The candle. I mean the candle. Yeah, um... That's where this all came from this time, because I need to understand this, and I need to talk to somebody about this. Okay. The vagina candle. Yes. This made national headlines. It also sold out way too fucking quickly for being a vagina candle. Yeah, y'all are gross. Right. And also, Chris Martin has not gone on record confirming this smell. 
You think that he if, should have to. If anybody. I don't know. I don't How does this happen? I, I could just imagine him right now on the backs it goes, on the back of the box, he says, it was all yellow. I just leave it at that. And no one will ever know what it means. It'll be like, oh, God, that's weird. Sounds, there's a yellow goopy vagina. <laughs> Let's talk about some fucking weird ass shit. Okay. That Gwyneth Paltrow, Pepper Potts herself. Pepper Potts. Goop. Her company <laughs> Goop has put out the vagina candle. We've yes. mentioned it already. There's a $15,000 sex toy. Why? That's out there. Why? I'm getting all the stuff from Good Housekeeping. Oh, I'm fairly sure she actually like holds it in the most recent Goop commercial. She's just like- There's Goop commercials. And all something right. for- And it's just Gwyneth Paltrow holding a vibrator. Yeah, it's a uh, 24 karat gold. Yep, that's right. I remember it now. I'm getting a very- So- Yep. There's uh, there's that. That's sure. Speaking of things that go inside your vagina, there's the infamous jade egg. Oh, everybody, yeah. Everybody knows about the jade egg. Everybody. That's nothing surprising anymore. It used to be. It is no longer surprising. Have you heard about bee venom therapy? <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> so. Is that a, a crossover between mm-hmm. the Sony universe of Marvel characters and Transformers? It's not. What it is, is that she claimed that getting stung by bees helped an old injury go away. Oh, of course it does. So. I totally subscribe to that theory. Yeah, one woman died in 2018 after two years of regularly undergoing this bee therapy thing. Yeah, of course she did. Yeah, don't do that. No. This is a My Girl thing I was that just, just went awry. Say, I was going to say, well, what was her name? Thomas J? Speaking of a JJ's, there's, there's vaginal steaming. That's a thing. Does, um, does she sell like a steamer? They call it V-steams. V- <laughs> I'm guessing that it's pretty much just like after you finish doing your sheets, you just slap that sucker right there on the. I was gonna. I, I'm picturing like some kind of attachment to like a, a humidifier. Multiple gynecologists said that's gonna burn your shit. Stop doing that. Stop it. I didn't realize that all of these goop things were so vaginal. Yeah. Um. This one's not. There was the NASA spacesuit stickers. Did you know about these? No. So they're supposedly healing stickers. And they were reportedly made out of some sort of material that NASA uses on spacesuits. That's it. That's it? That was their argument. And all it is is just, it's just a sticker that's just like slightly reflective. What? That's it. NASA instantly said, nope. (laughs) None of that. (laughs) Not us. None of that. That's nothing. Nope. The astronauts wear this to heal themselves. What? This is not a product, this one. But in 2014, Gwyneth Paltrow claimed that water has feelings. I mean, of course it does. That just general negativity is going to change the structure of water. Actually, his name was Wallow. He was played by <laughs> no, Daniel no. Fredrickson. Do not bring it back to this movie ever. <laughs> Scientists didn't even bother debunking that one because it was just insane. They were like, no, no, it's water. What is up with goop and why do people buy this shit? I don't know. I think it's probably their really catchy slogan. That's a goopy. Is that the name? No. That's a, that can't be a thing. That'd be great. I don't know. This is a dark corner internet that we had to just briefly discuss and put it out there. Yeah. Ladies, stop. Knock it off. Please knock it off. Stop buying stuff from Gwyneth Paltrow. Didn't she once say, like, you should only use one square of toilet paper? It's impossible. You can't do that. No, it's impossible. That's not okay. I don't even know why they make them in squares. They should just perforate them randomly. That's it. (laughs) Random perforation. (laughs) Yes. You hear that, Scott? Yeah, goop. Get to go to it. <laughs> Goop's random perforated toilet paper. So now you can only use one square. That's your big giant one for this week. That's goop. That's a goopy. Oh, God. 
Vaginal goop is going to stick with me forever, Ugh. and I hate Ugh. it. And Ugh. I don't like you for it. That that hurt me hearing it back. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. I apologize to everybody for that one. Speaking of things that are goopy and disgusting, Amazon.com. Uh, those monsters. Those monsters wrote some one-star reviews for this thing. I bet they did. Some of them, uh, they tried explaining things again. Oh. Like in detail. Yeah. I just ignored those. Okay. Because it was just too much. Yeah. T- I don't need that for well, this movie. Why is he pointing so much? I, I don't know. but uh, Jelly beans? On... <laughs> if those aren't jelly bellies, I'm not interested. What is this off-brand nonsense? Oh, the movie couldn't afford it. Only $110 Goop million. Jelly beans. Oh, that... stop it. There's no way that's good. Gwyneth Paltrow's like, they taste just like my vagina. <laughs> Sold out. <laughs> All yellow. <laughs> on Amazon, this thing's got 1,200 reviews. <laughs> 69% of them are five star, which is that, nope, low. But still too Only many. 5% are one star, which is still pretty low for this thing. Huh. A lot of middle of the road. From September 4th, 2007, they called this one Casper Rider. Get it? Oh, I get it. Because Casper's a ghost. Yeah, and Nick Cage is friendly. That's it. That's the breakdown there. You nailed it. I'm an old Harley rider, and I remember me and other bikers fell asleep while this movie was running. I don't see any connection between this movie and Harley Davidson. I felt like I was a little kid there. What? The story wasn't made that well. I think the scenario is poor and need a lot of experience to represent it to people. What? There's a lot to unpack there. So this guy saw a rider and he probably saw the Fonda in there and went, Motorcycles, bitch. It's got to be a motorcycle Hell yeah. movie. Hell yeah. It's the best thing that's happened to motorcycles since Pee-wee's Big Adventure. This is, this is great. <laughs> and he says, this has got nothing to do with Harleys. And he's not wrong. No, he's absolutely right on that front. But then he goes on and says that he thinks the scenario is poor. <laughs> and that it's kind of for children and it it's hard to present it. What was he expecting? I don't know. What is? I don't know. Someone needs a lot of experience in order to present this to people. Are, is he suggesting that someone needs to make a deal with the devil and turn themselves into a skull flaming man? Maybe. Maybe that that's the experience that they were lacking is the true skull flaming Harley riding experience. Write so, what you know. It's the number one rule of writing. Write what you know. Broke it. Broke the rule. You gotta That's what's gonna happen. You gotta hire people like this gentleman who's clearly lit some skulls on fire. Of course. And ridden around in a Harley. Of course, but it's one of those things of if you've never ever lit your skull on fire and <laughs> stared someone in the eyes and said, Guilty. Don't write it. Don't write it. If you've never built a suit out of armor in a fucking cave. With scraps. With scraps. Don't write it. Clearly, Favreau, he's done. I don't know if he wrote that movie. I don't remember. It's a long time ago. I don't think he wrote it. Still. I can't remember either. <laughs> it's so long ago. <laughs> it's a good thing that this guy ended, though, saying, God bless you all and have a great day. <laughs> oh, see? It's a good guy. Oh, hold up. Hold up. I read farther. Oh, there's more. He says, I wish that Cage respected his fans, especially the Harley bikers to provide th- theme with something that will show, oh boy, hold on, show their good side of being bikers. He's taking this as a biker movie. <laughs> that's, that's a big problem. He says, to me, Wild Hogs was more oh real than this. At least it shows some of the real Harley of life on the road. Of course it's more real. <laughs> Nobody has a flaming skull. There's no demons chasing down anybody in Wild Hogs. Man. Just Tim Allen. <laughs> Some would claim. And William H. Demon. Macy. The shoveler himself. Ugh. That's right. You know what's hidden in that shovel? 
<laughs> Clearly a map. The contract to Sofia Vergara. Oh, I thought it was a check to USC rowing team or whatever the scandal was that his wife Felicity Huffman got in trouble for. Oh, right. Whatever it was. Whatever that is. That, that whole thing. Oh. From October 30th, 2007. Must have been a real ghost. I didn't stand a ghost of a chance getting this thing to download. Ugh. It took hours. I finally gave up and let my computer give up the ghost. That's too many puns for a one-star review. There are no puns. You just use the word ghost three times, four times, whatever it was, trying to make a point. Uh, that's that's nothing. Uh, what, what are you doing? I can't even tell if you're angry. <laughs> you just sound like you're having fun writing reviews. This is somebody sitting there going, watch this. This is going to be so funny. Just oh, watch this. Amazon ghosted me again. <laughs> oh, I hate fucking people so much. <laughs> They're not great. What's the worst part is I don't put these together until after I watch the movie because I don't want to like some become some Amazon.com stupid through this opinion leaking into my brain. Yeah. From June 10th, 2015. It's called Time Waster. He says, I really wanted to like this movie. I think it could have been so much better. At least it was better than the second Ghost Rider. Wait, this person watched the, the second, second one, one before the first one, and they said the second one, which is infinitely worse, apparently. Yeah. And they said, I'm going to go back. The original can't be any worse. I'm sure the second one is worse than the... I'm just going to... You know what? I'm going to watch them all in reverse order. Maybe like that's God what I need intended. to do. Exactly. Oh, people. From July 25th, 2014. Come on, Mr. Cage. Oh. It's like a Mr. So Stark formal. thing. Yeah, uh, right. Mr. Cage is my father. My male friend loved this D movie. What a waste and loss of acting, Mr. Cage, comma. Man, please, you should think about what you are reading, the script. You know <laughs> there, T-H-E-I-R, are just bad writers. <laughs> Good grief, Nicholas Cage, more commas. You can also pay your manager to review your script. Uh, anyways, <laughs> Mr. Cage, you're... <laughs> right. Why are you are a good actor, and I like many of your films. Does this person think that Nick Cage is reading the reviews on Amazon? Do you think Nick Cage is a good actor? Well, it depends. Did he read the script? I don't know. And <laughs> it's uh, we we get on people's asses all the time about not using punctuation. This might be worse because um, there's not a period in this thing. It's all commas, just strewn about. Someone just shout out commas and threw them about this thing. I mean, I overuse commas, I know, but that's a lot. Also, are they shortening prescription? Uh, it says the script, and it's in quotes every single time. Oh, the script. <laughs> so, well, in that case, that's even I more wild. Fault, I can't fault them if it's in quotes. Yeah, uh, and their male friend loved this D movie. Yes. Uh, does that mean? Wait, how do they spell male? Just out of curiosity. M A L E. I thought maybe that their post, like a you've got. Yeah, yeah. No, not this time. So, yeah, my mailman loves this movie. This D movie. Oh boy. Movie about Nick Cage's D. From September 5th, 2017. Title, one star. Okay. Review, okay. 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 All right. Someone took the time. Neat. <laughs> it's not the best. Uh, this could be a rare switcheroo here because here's a five star. Oh, what? Yeah. And the only reason I know it is because it was the first thing that popped up on Amazon that made me real happy. This is a five star and it's called Ghost Rider slash Hellboy Combo from April 22nd, 2018. I've been searching my local video store for a long time for a copy of Ghost Rider. I have the sequel, but couldn't find the first movie. Now with this copy of Ghost Rider, I have Hellboy 2. Bonus! Bingo. Jackpot. I want to unpack that real fast. Yep. 
This is from April 22nd, 2018. He said he's been searching his local video store. Oh, wow. For Ghost Rider, and he couldn't find it. And he left a review on, on Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> which for sure has had it. Yep. Uh, what? I don't know. Lots happened in that. Maybe he just gave Lots up. Lots happened. You know what happened? I know what happened. Local video store went out of business, and he finally said, fine, I'll order it from Amazon. That can't be the case. And they sent him Hellboy. <laughs> five star. He's like, yep, that's exactly what I the wanted. the first Hellboy, five star. It's a pretty good movie. Hellboy 2, real good. Yeah? Yeah, we'll get there one day. We will. Not a teaser. Let's give this thing super stuff score. Let's give it a super stuff score. Let's start this bad boy off with story and motivation. It's got a story. Yep. It doesn't have motivation. Not one that I can... The motivation is, say my say my daddy, Yeah, but, but that, then it's not. That's over quick. And right. Then I guess it's like, do crazy stunts and... Right. Maybe... maybe I'm going to go point two five to acknowledge that there's something here. Because it is. it has something. It's just not good, but it is something. It's barely and that's there. that's something to say. Barely there, but there. Hero. Oh, boy. Um, Ooh. We barely see him. We barely see Ghost Rider. Well, we, thank God, too, with that CGI. It's very bad. I don't like Nick Cage in this movie. <laughs> Somehow he's, he's both too Nick Cagey and not Nick Cagey enough at right, the same time. Right. And I think the hero itself, Ghost Rider, is weird because... At night, he turns into the Ghost Rider, but then at the end of this thing, he just goes into a shadow, and he's all of a sudden able to become oh, a, yeah. a fiery Well, as long skeleton. as the sun's not touching you and you're near evil, you're good. Right, and then even in the middle of this thing where he's in his apartment or whatever, training himself, and he's making all these fireballs. He's just like, fireball hand. Fucking Elsa needs to watch this movie. Frozen Elsa. Oh. Like, I'm thinking back on that. Nick Cage figured out this fireball situation real fast. This is the two-year-old kid found in Frozen, by the way, recently. Sure. Frozen sucks. <laughs> all the male D friends, as that lady said. Gotcha. Yeah. He figures out this fireball situation real fast. Elsa has this whole entire thing where she's locked up in the castle in one room, doesn't even bother to try to sort out her powers. Well, you know what she didn't do? She didn't go, fire within my soul. Uh, right. Do things that I tell you. That's, <laughs> that's what she went wrong. You just had to talk to the fire in your soul. That's oh, okay. That's it's... no problem. And also, your girlfriend's going to believe you because- Fucking Donald Logue says, go read those books in the corner, you'll understand. Yeah, this guy's nuts. He's out. out of his fucking mind. And then she's like, wait a minute, this all checks out. What? I'm going to go 0.25 because he saves the day. But he that's sa- it. He saves the day. It's like a, the weakest 0.25 I think I'm ever going to give. That's fair. Villains. Zero. They're all bad. They all suck. But they all get a, defeated so fast. what about the Planeteers? No. You could be one Hard too. zero. They're all terrible. Parents. It's presumably a point five. It's definitely a point five. Definitely a point five. We got non-screen death, which is great for yeah. this movie. Also, we have sick dad healed dead. Wow, what a roller coaster! I love it. I love it. But I don't know anything about his mom. Nothing. Never mentioned. Nope. Virgin birth, junior style dad. Right? Maybe. No. Who knows? Just point five. Spit him out the D. That's it. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Ah. ah. Female characters. We got the one. Yep. She fires a shotgun at the end, which I liked. Yep. She tries to help. She tries to help. She's got her shirt unbuttoned the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, and then she just conveniently shows up most of the time. I'm going to go 0.25. Yep. To acknowledge that she doesn't totally suck. Because she doesn't totally suck. But. <laughs> but she also kind of sucks. Yeah. I, I No Even, actor in this is any good. Every actor in this is making the weirdest choice imaginable. Which is weird because it's such a good cast. It's a very good cast. Like you hear the You're like, oh, we got Nick Cage. All right, we, we'll we, go past that one. We also past have, that one. We have, we have uh, Donald Logue, Eva Mendez, Sam Elliott, 
It's like, all right, we're going to take your role from the Big Lebowski, but also you're going to flame on like 0.25. Chris Evans 0.25. does in Fantastic Four. Yeah. 0.25 for the female characters. Setting. Where are we? Sophie Vergara. Sure, but then we're also in <laughs> Australia, but they never call it anything. Right, but are we supposed to be in Australia? No, we're supposed to be in any town wherever. Right. Any town? I, USA? It's a city, but it's we're, nothing. We're in Melbourne, but then we're also in Vancouver, so. Right. <laughs> what? Um, I have no idea where this takes place. Zero. I think it's a zero. I have no idea where this is. Style and tone. Dark the whole way through. The style of it. It's not even good because the Nick Cage hair is part of the style. Right. And the tone is a fucking mess. And they CGI'd up his eyeballs. I know they did. They had to. Zero. Done. Zero. Simple zero. Which There's is... nothing to talk about in this Well, thing. then again, just the fact that it's bad might be Mark Steven Johnson's style. It's not. It's not because <laughs> of grumpy old men. He needs that Jack Lemon energy. Music. Walter Matthau. I don't know any of this music. I this is nothing. I remember nothing from the movie in far, as far as music goes. I'm looking at my notes because I made a comment about the music early on. And I don't remember what it was because I'm trying to forget everything about this movie. I don't forever. remember there being music. Oh, all I wrote was this music feels so corny. Oh, that's a good sign. That is my third note. Wow. Let's go zero. I don't think that's fair. I think zero is where it needs to be. And finally, one-liners. I couldn't tell you a thing from this movie. Why did I say, well, finally? That's not our last category. No, but I still got nothing. But there's still nothing. I still have nothing. He says, uh... Innocent. Oh, no. I was Guilty. Thinking, I was thinking about the time when he said, no, nah, I, got, I got nothing. That's a big fat zero for one-liners. And impact on the genre. He made a sequel. That's he, so sad and pathetic. But it's true. I mean... <laughs> it managed to squeeze out a sequel mean in the height of the MCU. That is horrible. But is that is that a... Managed to, or uh, they had to, to keep the rights for a few more years. Because this is a Sony picture, right? Or Columbia. You're right. And Sony, at this point, is rebooting Spider-Man. Right. And it, their sequel came out in 2012 when the Avengers came out. So this is kind of like an almost like, all right, we'll just sneak out a second movie so we can keep the license for a while. And then in 2003. I think it's a zero. It might be a zero. 2013? A year later, I think the, the rights went right back over to Marvel. And they've correctly not done a damn thing with it. Uh, they used Ghost Rider in season four of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Did and they, they did a fantastic job. Really? Yeah. I haven't watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And they were going to bring the actor back for his standalone series on Hulu before all the, the nonsense shakeup happened there. Sure. Uh, still zero. Still zero, I think. Son of a bitch. All right. So <laughs> This is probably not very good, is it? Ghost Rider coming in hot. See what I did there? Because the fire. The, the firehead. Yeah. Uh, 1.25. Oh, man. <laughs> that is going to make our bottom 10. Wow. Somewhere. somewhere. I knew this the... was bad. I didn't think it was going to be that bad. I didn't either, but, I mean, there's no, you can't The arbitrary the, scale says it. Can't fudge the super stuff. Right, all right. Well, all right. Well, Ghost there, Rider. There it is. 1.25. Maybe pass on this one. Yeah, I mean, like, if you're not. Here's the thing, though. There's other superhero movies out there. That's true. That's true. Believe I was going to say, I was about to defend it for a second, and then you said that, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. That's right. So if, if, you, if you're super intrigued and you're like, oh, maybe I'll watch it, it's a little bit fun. It's barely fun, but it's a little bit fun. It's got it's got a little bit of fun in it, but that's all Nick Cage. It's Nick Cage, Nick Cage all going the fun. wild. If you want the fun scenes, just fast forward to him in the warehouse transforming, Yep. yep. and then go to the jail, and that's it. That's it. 
That's and you're the good. fun. And you got the fun. Nailed it. I just don't like they took Sam Elliott as a narrator and ruined it. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> what a bold choice. I mean, he's so good in Lebowski. Yeah, he's so good in lots of stuff. And then you did this. Yeah. Mark Steven Johnson. He strikes back. We'll see him again yeah. sometime. Oh, uh, Right? Yes, we will. In the sequel. We still have. He's only executive producer on the sequel. He did not direct it or still, write it. He's got his, his, his EP. But his swole fingerprints all over it. Also Electra. Oh, that's correct. If that ever comes up. What are we talking about next week? Next week, uh, we're going to be talking about a little get-together of some superheroes. Uh, they're going to be taking on a big old mean robot. We're talking about Avengers Age of Ultron. All right. The bad so, one. That should be As fun. they call it. As I called it. As you call it. Ah! Uh, I seen it once. Here's I saw it in theaters, say. and I said, that was only okay. It's my least favorite of the four Avengers movies. That's not saying much at all. Nope, it's not. So, we'll see how that goes. Be exciting. Yeah. Until then, if you like what you hear, give us a, throw us a little five-star review on the whatever app you're listening to us on, because we, we appreciate that. We appreciate you. We appreciate you hanging out with us for however long our fucking nonsense is yeah each week yeah it varies i hope this thing's only like five minutes long it probably won't be no nope. but still i mean ghost rider. once it cut out all the nick cage parts maybe it's true whenever i think of the name ghost rider this has been an issue for me i have the theme song for crossfire in my head oh sure so i'm going ghost rider you get caught up in the and it just won't go away sure. and i don't know why uh syllables that's got to be it and fire and fire naturally Right. Crossfire. Ghost Rider. Infinitely You'll get caught up in it. That's right, Mark Summers. Like and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Kate Podcasters. And if you have any questions like Steven did about the Favreau salute, you can send them to katepodcasters at gmail.com. Don't forget to keep listening at the end of every episode for the post credits. They're there. Every one of them. Every single time. Every single time. Yeah. I guess we're going to see you next week for Avengers Age of Ultron. Age of Spader. Robert California. He's terrifying. The age of spades. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. We're going to carry that joke through a whole new other. Yes, please. Same pod time. Same pod. The bees! The bees! It's the bees! <laughs>
Nicholas. Johnny Blaze or whatever his yeah. name is. And from the shadows emerges one last member of the Hidden. He's like, you might have beaten Wallow and Gressel and Abigor. Sure. But we still have heart. Oh, God damn it. <laughs>